What do you do when you realize that you're a woman trapped in a man's body? What do you do when you realize the man you married is a woman? In this series, we reflect on our past to discuss how we got here and explore where we can go from this point moving forward. Hi, and welcome to The Rage. My name is Jennifer Termini. And I'm Callista Termini. And today we're going to be going through the the progression and the timeline of Callista legally changing her name and sex. Yeah, so it's quite a process, but I think before going into it, um, you know, I'm curious, I don't know that we've ever really talked about, like, what was your experience with me actually going through and changing my name, and how did that feel for you? Well... I mean, we have touched upon this topic like a little bit in other episodes, but I think it's really good that we conglomerate it all into one. Uh-huh. And I will answer your question, and here goes a motorcycle. Well, let's just not worry about we're <laughs> trying to we're trying to find better you know better places to shoot besides just blank walls. So yeah. Okay, so back to your name. So there's kind of a history with the name Callista because she had liked it for when she played video games that was her name and so I knew that she liked this name and it started to bother me because like you kept using Callista for all of your gaming and I I started noticing that and subconsciously I think I noticed that you were you were so attached to that name that for me subconsciously it meant more than just a name Uh, with this motorcycle again seriously I got to get in the zone here. Let me let me remember back in the day. So, yeah, I remember seeing that name, and I remember um, you had also suggested that we use that name for our daughter before she was born. I've suggested it once, yeah. which you were adamantly opposed to. I was adamantly opposed <laughs> to it because I had seen it on the video game, and I didn't know any guys who was who were that transfixed on a name, unless it was like a family name or... A character from a movie that they liked or something like that so for me Callista was coming out of nowhere uh-huh. it's not like you were a big um a fan of that show with Callista Flockhart it was like that was a great show but that wasn't I knew that that wasn't the the reason for the name uh-huh. so there's a big question mark around it in the back of my mind so I didn't like it and not that it's not a beautiful name it is a beautiful name uh-huh. but to me it had a different vibe because I had other worries. It had a different connotation. It had a different connotation to it in my subconscious, uh-huh. and I wasn't sure what that was, but I knew it didn't feel good to me. What do you think that, I mean, can you name that now? Well, yeah, I think I was suspicious that you were either, I thought you were gay. <laughs> like, right. for a long time, I thought right. she was gay. And so I thought maybe that was just like a female name that you were taking because you were fantasizing about I wasn't at the it sounds like I knew you were trans I didn't but I was just something wasn't quite right you know like your gut instinct starts to tell you something but you can't put your finger on what it is but you know something doesn't feel right or something doesn't quite fit that's what the name Callista was doing for me it Mm. was like there's something else 
there's a subtext here that I'm not fully aware of. Mm -hmm. So I was resistant and rejective, rejecting of the name. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And um, again, things that I've touched upon a little bit. Um, I think there was an episode like What's in a Name, maybe, where I touched upon it. Um, it was literally a name that I came up with back when I was 15 years old. So it's interesting hearing you say like... Um, I'm trying to think exactly what you said, but said like was something that um, I started using, and when you said that, I was like, no, I've always used right, that. but it was became aware. It became part of my awareness. Then I didn't know you at 15. Yeah, so I didn't know you were using it that long. Yeah, and I think also there was a difference between like first person, uh, you know, single player games, and then Second Life, for example, which was much more, you know. Um, relationship with other people type yeah. of thing. I mean, I've been asked in my lifetime, like, oh, if you could change your name, what would it be? Uh -huh. And I'm sort of hard-pressed to find a name for myself, but you were so resolute about <laughs> Callista. Yeah. Like, obviously, you had been thinking about it for a very long time, and I think that was another sort of red flag for me, if you want to call it a red flag, mm -hmm. where I thought, some this is not just... A name for our child. There's more going on with this name. So my yep. spidey senses were sort of tingling <laughs> right. when you started talking about that name. And then when you actually changed your name, I mean, you could have picked any name. I didn't care that it was Callista. Uh, did I like that you changed your name? I didn't like that you were changing your whole sex. <laughs> right. You know, so the name yeah. was not an issue. It mm -hmm. was the whole thing that I was objecting to. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, being honest. Oh, of course. And for me, it was never even a question in terms of what name I was going to. Right. I mean, even I remember, um, you know, when I first even, you know, deigned to even have a perception of like, OK, is there this feminine, you know, person inside of me? Mm -hmm. And I even remembered at the time thinking of that person as Callista. Okay. And being like, holy shit, like, she's really, yes, like, she's there. Yeah, and, and then you wanted me. to use our daughter's name for your middle name, which you ultimately did yes. use. And I objected to that as well, because I felt like you were commandeering her name. Mm -hmm. And then we've already discussed this in other episodes, that you just wanted a piece of her and your name, and you wanted to feel connected connected and all of that and she said she didn't mind so i think it's yeah. a non-issue but at first i was like oh come on pick a different name yeah. you know well and because there wasn't any other name feminine wise that i was really attached to like i wasn't gonna use my mother's name um and you know i mean i just didn't have any real callista ann <laughs> callista marie right callista lynn those are like standard middle names sure but it didn't have any meaning for me so right. i did want it to uh, be meaningful you are very much a symbolic person very much very much i am so yes. the reason that this came up is that a friend has a friend who has a trans child and they wanted to know kind of what were the steps what were the how how do you go about changing everything and you are very proficient about <laughs> yes. doing things and you do right. your research you're very diligent and yes. you are on it so my recollection was you went and and asked for a court date to meet with a judge to have them 
review whether or not you could change your name legally, right? Yes, but it's not as simple as like, hey, I just went down to the courthouse and said, hello. So what was the very first step? You get a letter from a therapist or what did you have to no, do? No, no. So the first thing is you have to actually fill out the court paperwork and submit it to the court before, clerk. Before any therapy, before anything, the first thing is go to the courthouse, get your paperwork, fill out a request to change your name. Yeah. So okay. therapy doesn't Nobody care like. Oh, they don't care about that no, anymore. No, uh, ther- no, you do. It's not that they don't care about it anymore. It's a different thing. You need like therapist approval. It's gatekeeping, but you need therapist letter for surgical approvals. They won't do certain surgeries on you unless they. Um, the cisgender establishment feel like they can cover their ass because um, you doing a gender change like, well, what if they are crazy in the head? This idea that we don't know what we want. So you don't have agency over your own decisions. Correct. Correct. And so a therapist has to write a letter saying that they've done a full psychological assessment to prove that you are of sound mind and body and know what you want and that you've gone through all of the various hoops like a good puppy to be able to get this surgery so you, you don't know. have to do that to change your name no you do not so you just go to the courthouse and you ask for what paperwork so um it's complicated so as far as paperwork anybody who's looking at listening or watching this and is interested in doing a name change um go to the transgender law center google it i think it's translaw.org Um, But I could be wrong about that. But the Transgender Law Center, their website has the specific documents for every every, um, state that you need to fill out. And in some cases, I think that they even have self-filling forms. So you just go and say, this is my legal name. This is the name that I want. Now, there's different documents. You need a document for your name change and you need a document for the gender reassignment. And that's so that you can change your birth certificate? No, it's so that you can change your gender. Okay. Um, Birth certificate is a different thing. So, but in terms of order of like documents, so the first thing that you do is you get those documents and you can either have them prepared by a lawyer or you can try and do it yourself. There are places that will actually have Um, Again, like in Los Angeles, I went to the Los Angeles LGBT Center because they had a name change clinic where they have lawyers that will actually sit down with you and will prepare the paperwork. Is that what you did? Yes. Okay. Um, And then you take that paperwork for the name change, name and gender change in my case, to... um, the uh, clerk's office at the courthouse. So when I did this, it was before COVID. So things may have changed in terms of document submission, um, but I had to physically go, wait in line, and submit the paperwork to the clerk. And then do you pay a fee for that filing? Yes, and that fee in California is $435, which is really kind of like, wow, really, to change my name? But that's... uh, I think they probably want to stop people from just willy-nilly changing their name, maybe? No, I mean, because um, that was the specific petition, but for any petition, it's going to be $435. When we put in our divorce paperwork, it was $435 each, if you remember. Yeah, I do. So that's the standard fee, but for certain things that are just like, kind of like a rubber stamp, it shouldn't be that 
prohibitive. So then that paperwork allows the court to set a date for you to meet with a judge. Yes. So I submit the paperwork. The clerk reviewed it, made sure that everything was in order. You have to do it in triplicate. And then you pay your money. And then that day they actually stamp it, received, and give you a court date. Oh, okay. And so that court date is typically not that day it's typically another day okay so and again that just depends on how busy the courts are and when they're actually seeing petitioners for uh things of this nature can i ask you how did you feel when you went to the courthouse and did you have to bring any paperwork with you when you nervous when i went for my court date yes um yeah i was nervous um it was you know i i don't remember what paperwork I brought with me. Did you have to bring like your original birth certificate or your social security or your driver's license? I don't think so. Don't you have to have a driver's license? Well, I think all of the stuff that you submit in that court filing has all of the information that the court needs. Okay. So but, so when you fill out that original paperwork, you probably have to have a lot of stuff with you, like your driver's license. Do you think you have... Because you usually have to have that. I, I think when the, I submitted it to the clerk's office, I had to show my driver's license for her to sign off on it. But including a driver's license in the paperwork, nor when I went to uh, before the judge... Did I have to submit anything? Okay. They had all of that paperwork. Okay. And in that paperwork you do, you have to submit your full legal name, um, your residency. Um, I'm trying to remember what else, but um, that's all prepared in the documentation. So what happened was there were other petitioners before me. And so I was waiting for my turn. And what ended up happening is that we were sitting you know, in the benches um, in the courtroom. And then they asked everybody to step outside. And there was, uh, before me, there was, I think the custody of a minor was being addressed. And so it was a closed court session for that. And then they left. And then I was called in afterwards. So I actually really appreciate this, that the judge had my name change done as a um, closed session that wasn't open to the public to respect my privacy. That's really nice. Yeah. And it literally took all of five minutes. Um, uh, I came in and he, um, you know, said, are you, you know, by my legal name at the time, I said yes. You almost said it. You started to. Oh, and I then did. You were like, I was like, you're, you're not going to well, dead name no, yourself. No, I was actually going to say, are you Callista? And I was going to say yes. <laughs> but um, it was my legal name at the time, my, you know, old name. And um, I said yes. And he looked over the paperwork and he says, I see no reason why um, this request should not be approved. Um, this court hereby, you know, um, uh Grants. grants this judgment and uh then the clerk of the courtroom then said you know if you wait just a moment we'll give you your paperwork and so literally they gave me three copies of um three official copies of the judgment mm-hmm. um and you do need three copies because you are going to have to submit those to then 
um, those legal copies for like your driver's license and for um, social security and birth certificate are those the three main things yes um but um for the uh birth certificate it just depends on what state you were born in i was born in massachusetts so um they didn't require a you know legal uh, i didn't have to give them a court copy i was oh, able okay. to just give them like a xerox copy okay. um of my of the court decision and a lot of times like after i got the court decision you know i scanned the document the court decision because then i could just give you know photocopies yeah. to um you know change my bill change my bank um my name on all of those other things your rent agreement everything yeah so but i don't think you answered the question maybe you did and i didn't hear it uh-huh how did you feel? Were you nervous? Were you super relieved? Did you think that there was a chance they were going to not approve it? No, I these, didn't. All these thoughts would be going through my head. Yeah, I think I was kind of like, the whole process was so sort of like, uh, kind of just, you know, dry. Well, I would have been sweating. There would have been nothing dry about my armpits. <laughs> I would have been so nervous. Yeah, I don't <laughs> remember. I just remember sort of being like, it was early in the morning, and I remember being like, why do I have to be here at 8 in the morning? Like, they have you come at 8 and... Like, so you weren't nervous at all? You make it sound like it was just another Tuesday. I think I was excited. Mm -hmm. I don't think I had any reason to think that they weren't going to give okay. me that judgment. See, I, I tend to lean towards negative thinking, <laughs> so I'm a... I'm a what is it, a catastrophizer? Uh -huh. So I catastrophize everything. So I would have thought, oh, they're somehow something's not going to approve, but not you. Cool as a cucumber. You're like, oh, this, where's my morning coffee? Can I was we like, get this yeah, done? it's more like I've got places to go and things to do. Nails to do and <laughs> right. things to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So then after that. Yeah. So then after that, the thing that you immediately need to then do is go to the Social Security office to get your Social Security number changed. When you say immediately. Do you mean that day? Oh, I meant immediately. Like in, you just immediately left there and went straight to the Social Security yes. office. Okay. Yes, that's what I did. Okay. Um, but you, you know, don't have to do no, that. No, you don't have to do but that. But hey, if you're doing it, you might as well jump through all the hoops at once yes. and get it over with. Exactly. And the first thing that you need to do um, to change your driver's license is you have to have your name changed on your Social Security. Oh, so, so after the court for the name, Social Security is next. Yes. And so I went there and then I went through the process and I don't remember it costing me anything. I don't think. Did you have to go to like a federal building? Um, no, there was a social security. I mean, I guess te technically it was a federal building, oh. but it was like no big deal. Um, okay. And then after that, it's driver's license? And then after that, then you have to wait until oh. you get your new social security number. I mean, you, it's the same number. You but keep a new the, card. The new card with my new name. Okay. And then you can go to your DMV, but you have to wait till you have that because the DMV has to have that updated information in their system. Okay, and it could take, what, weeks to get the yeah. card? A month, maybe? Yeah. yeah, they gave me, I mean, they immediately gave me a temporary card um, you know, but that that's was just not like enough a, to take to the DMV a temporary. No, because it wouldn't have been in in the computer system oh, at okay. that time. So, um, so what I did was I did that, and then I actually made a made a date um, to go to the DMV. Okay. So I made a, an appointment uh, because you know the DMV is just crazy busy most of the time anyway. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then again, it's different for every state. And I remember when I went, it wasn't there hadn't they hadn't done a lot of, you know, name and gender changes on through the DMV because it took literally like five people looking at my documents for like a half hour, like to figure out like, what are we doing here? I'm assuming everyone knows we're in California, but if you don't know, we're in California. (laughs) Yeah. But that was almost, you know, four years ago now. Mm -hmm. So I assume that they probably had a lot more people. (laughs) So they were very perplexed by your request. They were, they were. Um, Manager on station five, (laughs) we have a very peculiar request. Right. And that was a little, it was a little, you know, um, I mean, it was fine. The experience was fine, but it was not great because there were so many people trying to figure it out. And at one point someone was telling me like, no, we can't do this. And I'm like, of course you can. And, you know, were you feeling like an outsider and like an odd person? Yeah. They were like treating you differently. Well, just wasn't so much that they were nobody like treated me poorly or badly. It was just they were confused. And I thought like that was a time when I was thinking like, oh, no, like, what do I do if they tell me like, no, you're going to have to come back or what am I supposed to do? But again, it took them like five people and, uh, you know, and I had to show my original birth certificate uh, because I hadn't had my birth certificate changed yet. Oh, I had to. So, yeah. So, so were they kind of looking at you funny? I don't think they were looking at me funny. I just don't think that they understood the request. They just didn't know how to do it. Yeah, okay. And so it was like, how do we actually do this in our system? I see. They weren't set up for that. No. I bet you they are now. (laughs) Yeah, I think they are now. Because I notice a lot of... emails and websites and things they people put their pronouns now underneath their automatic name you know mm-hmm. they'll say yeah Callista you know she her Jennifer she her whatever yeah and I'm noticing that everywhere yeah um but anyway and I'm noticing boxes at doctor's office now say male female non-binary trans like they Other. give you options yep exactly yeah. um so so now um it is more you know uh widespread where people will you know ask that because there is especially with like you know the younger generations there is more um acceptance of non you know binary gender um uh um identification Identification. yeah so okay so so then that's that's dmv yeah so then had my driver's license then i did my um uh, my birth certificate was the next thing I did. And again, my birth certificate was out of state. So I had to look up the instructions for that. That actually required a letter from a required a notarized letter from my doctor okay. saying that I had undergone, uh, you know, medical um, transition. So okay. essentially that I had been taking hormones. Okay, and that, that's all you had to do to be considered under medical transition was to take hormones. You yes. don't have to have any surgeries. No, no, I didn't. It just and it was just that the doctor just had to, you know, um, you know, provide a notarized, you know, like. So could a person not change their document if they weren't on hormones? I think it's different for every state. Like what if a person 
wants to change their their sex and their name, but they don't want to have surgeries and they don't want to take hormones. I don't think that they have to necessarily. Like, uh, the rules are changing. So, like, in California, I think you can even change your gender marker on your birth certificate to an X for non-binary. Oh. Um, I know you can on your driver's license, um, and it's a much easier process now than it was when I did it. Okay. Um, but again, every state is different. And so just for Massachusetts, it required a, um, notarized, letter a notarized letter under penalty of perjury from my doctor saying like that. From a medical doctor, like a psychiatrist or no, just an MD? medical doctor. So, so your general practitioner. Yeah, my, my uh, well, I actually use my doctor who does my uh, hormone prescriptions. Oh, okay. You know, and so and it says like, you know, has received, you know, uh, I forget the exact language, but it was like uh, m has undergone medical treatment, you know, to be in alignment with their gender identity. Like, okay. so it wasn't specifically asking for surgeries. It's just that, that there had been medical intervention of which hormones counted. So then I had my birth certificate and once I had that the last thing was my passport and so then I went to the passport office and went through the process of you know I at that point I had my full you know uh, uh, birth certificate um, I had my court document I had my driver's license I had my social security my name on my address and like my gas bill and everything else and so all of that was all set so that when I went to the, um, the passport office, um, the person just looked over all the documentation and everything for a new passport with the change. And, um, and that went pretty smoothly as well. Um, I did have to, you know, have to submit like my uh, original birth certificate they took mm -hmm. because they mailed that in. Mm -hmm. And so they went through the verification process and all of that, but then voila, it was all changed. And so now um, on every single legal record, everything has been changed. And um, I've even gone, there's even like I Googled um, how to remove your name from the Internet. Oh, yeah. How did you do that? Well, I Googled how to remove your name from the Internet. <laughs> okay. And I should listen. There's more, right? all of these other and there's a whole like bunch of things that you can do. So I wanted to just remove my old name, you know, from being even out there at yeah. all. So, yeah. but, you know, it's interesting is you've left your old Facebook. I have. I have because um, I think that's just part of the record of who I am. Yeah. I don't you know, uh, look at that time as, how do I want to put it? I don't look at it as if it didn't exist or that that person didn't exist. Um, that's part of my history. And so I don't necessarily want to erase it. It's still, you know, um, it. So it's interesting. So from my perspective, I, when you were able to change your birth certificate without surgery that blew my mind mm -hmm. I was I'm used to it and comfortable with it now mm -hmm. but at the time I was very taken aback that someone could so easily go into a courtroom and say I want to be you know changed to female and they are like no problem 
you're fine. You 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 have a penis. Mm-hmm. No problem. We are not going to call you female. And that's me getting hung up on the genitalia, which mm-hmm. we've talked about that before. I think a lot of people get hung up on the genitalia because that's how a lot of people identify male and female is primarily through the genitalia. Yeah. And so for a long time, like like a months to a year, I was just sort of hung up in my mind about how bizarre to me that was that a person could do that mm-hmm. I've softened it doesn't bother me now but to be really truthful and honest I mm-hmm. was very perplexed by that I just couldn't wrap my head around it I thought wow mm-hmm. like you could just do anything you just <laughs> say anything do anything you know well you know and I think like the counter argument is why should why shouldn't someone and what role is it does the government have in deciding who you are any more than you know like a a doctor who doesn't even know you you know who pulls you out from between your mother's legs gets to be the person who decides if you're you know born male or female like it really should be you know the individual's choice as far as how they identify and it's not really something for I get that the government or anybody else to say I get that. The problem is when a baby comes out, they can't speak. They can't tell you how they identify. And so they, you know, they need to do something maybe because they think of certain medical treatment. Like, But no, I I mean, so I think like, and this gets into a whole nother area, which may be interesting to talk about a different day. But um, let's just say that there's there's other options besides you know deciding like you know that a baby has to be assigned at birth you know what i just thought of it sort of reminds me of those class systems where certain cultures they put you in a a class yes and it doesn't matter who you are or what you do you're born to that caste yes you're born either wealthy or poor or of this stature or that so that's what that's reminding me yes exactly they're just categorizing yep Exactly. Okay. Well, now you've got me thinking. But like <laughs> yeah. I said, I've completely softened about all that stuff. But in the beginning, I was scratching my head pretty, pretty fiercely over yeah. that one. Yeah. I mean, you weren't the only person um, either. But again, yeah. that's another story. Yeah. And the reason I even bring that up is because you had said earlier that it would be interesting to get my opinion on things like how did I feel? Yes. Maybe not about that particular one, but you wanted to know how I was feeling at the time about certain changes. So I'm just interjecting that to, to be fully transparent and kind of give both sides. I think that's important. That's what we try to do here. Sometimes our episodes lean more heavily towards Calista's transition and it's all about her procedures because that's a huge part of this channel and this this podcast. But I am the other part of it and sometimes I need to speak up a little bit more about my experience. So yes, there it is. I, I <laughs> fully support you and agree with that. Like I think your input is essential. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for watching. If you would like to see more episodes and be informed, uh, please hit that subscribe button below. Yes, like and share and comment. I'm sorry, I'm hearing like screaming children in the background. Sorry about that. Ice cream. There's ice cream. Oh my God, that reminds me of a kid when we, I would hear that sound and I would run to the uh, sofa and look for, I would dive for nickels, dimes, yes, pennies, exactly. any loose change in the exactly. cushions. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, so. yeah, in our podcast, uh, folks that are watching, uh, watching, listening. listening. We always thank the YouTube watchers, like, like as if we prioritize 
prioritize those folks. But no, we love our podcast listeners just as much. We have lots of people that listen at home when they're working, when they're running, jogging. Uh, shout out to uh, those those people. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll catch you next time. Thanks to all of our now Patreon yes, members. Patreon members. We yeah. just we really appreciate all of you and all the support <laughs> that we're getting. It keeps us going. Um, we both have very busy schedules, but we really try to dedicate ourselves to uh, releasing an episode a week, and it can be challenging. So you guys keep us guys, people. She, okay, I have to just tell you right now. So we shot an ending earlier, but the camera died, and I had said something about thank you to all like men and women or whatever it was, and, and then Calista said, you really need to watch your gendering. I didn't say it that way. I was no, you, you weren't about mean, it. but you yeah. were kind of like, you really need to be careful about that. And I said, oh, you're absolutely right. And then here she goes. And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're, you're human, right? Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> we're flawed. So, yes. So to all the folks out there that <laughs> support us Thank by you. watching and listening and contributing. Uh, once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you so much. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into The Rage. If you haven't done so already, please hit the like, share, and subscribe button now. We truly appreciate all your wonderful support. Find us on social media at The Rage Episodes. And leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Want to get more involved? Join us on Patreon. Supporters receive extra benefits as well as access to member-only content. Thanks again and have a beautiful day.